Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. You're tuned into DC's DFS Challenge with Dan Mader and Chris Pinto. Live on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Hey all, welcome back DC Nation to this nice Saturday night because we got the DFS DraftKings tournament for you all. To kick off the show, as always, I'm your host, Dan Mater, joined here with Chris Dowhauer as we get into the DC DFS Challenge on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, WWSRN, all sponsored you by Belly Up Sports. Chris, how you doing today? Doing okay. I'm glad that global warming is just a hoax, because um, it was next time we talked, it was 60 degrees, now it's 90 degrees, so figure that in a week. <laughs> figure that in a week, figure that in two days, it was two days ago, it was that cold. Uh, yeah, weather's all over the place. Hopefully now, though, it means summer's here to stay because I need just I just need one temperature. I need to make up its mind. I can't get I can't keep bringing out my winter clothes for no reason. Right. You're killing my electric bill because my house doesn't know what to produce right now at all in any capacity. Uh, but yes, yeah, so we got the NBA playoffs coming on. We're, of course, as always, going to go over our DraftKings lineup cards. We have the announcement for who the May winner was of today's show. Wait for Chaz to come on in the second half. Of course, we'll have him talk about sports betting. There are some. Uh, there is another announcement, though, that we're going to have to make. Uh, June, or at least the end, the end of the NBA playoffs, whatever you know, which, whichever one comes first, we will be taking a break until the NFL. So we'll we'll be off the air. For July, for August, we'll be back come September when the NFL season kicks up again, and we'll be talking about DFS for football and getting into that. Just just like last season, just on DraftKings lineup cards, we'll have Chaz back. We'll talk about the championshipfootballs.com. We'll still talk about the bets. It'll still be the same show, but once the NBA playoffs are done, we are going to take a little bit of a break, and we'll come back in September. So this month is going to be the last month that you guys are going to have a chance, at least for a little while anyway, to be able to win a championship football from Mr. Chaz Filardi. So again, all you have to do, hit the link, wherever you're watching this on your social media accounts, it's right there below in the comments. Hit the link, the free DZ's DFS Challenge Tournament. If you're able to beat us, if you're able to beat the host, and we are able to beat the host last week, actually last two weeks we were able to beat the host, then you will have a chance to put your name in the drawing at the end of the month for that championship football. But the winner... Uh, will be announced later on in today's show. So, Chris, let's go ahead and kick it off with your lineup card for tomorrow. There's only two games, so slim pickings. Got to get creative. So I'm going to be very interested to see which games or which one of the two games you hammered the most and what value you saw out there. It was definitely a difficult choice this week with only two games to pick from, um, but I do think I hope hopefully came with a pretty good lineup for everybody to kind of look at and also hopefully try to beat us at some point so you get that free football. Um, so I start, I kick it off with Luka Doncic. Um, Doncic has you know been amazing this whole entire playoff series versus the Clippers. They've thrown Paul George at him. they throw Kawhi Lauder at him. they throw thrown anybody all with the kitchen sink at him. doesn't seem to matter. Um, so I'm riding with Luka. It costs a lot of money this, this round, around $1,100, um, but I think the value has to be worth it. You can't keep a guy out of course. That'd be incredible. <laughs> yeah, sorry, $11,000. Um, but, you know, the value is there in the sense that you got a guy who's scoring between 16 and 70 DFS points. You got to keep him in your lineup this week, in my opinion. 
Yeah, we both have Luca in our lineup. He is the no-brainer, even though he's the most expensive player. Just they can't guard him. That that has become a button click. Doesn't matter if it's Paul George, doesn't matter if it's Kawhi Leonard, doesn't matter if it's in a winning or a losing effort. I mean, his last two games, he had 60 and then 77 the game before that. And that's just Luca playing his game right now. That's just how good he is right now. He's even incredible. He's not even shooting well. Because right. he's shooting three ball right now. So I mean, exactly. that's where you can get more upside he's been getting you. Exactly. He's he's been amazing to watch. And honestly, at this point, I'm really gonna hope Dallas wins tomorrow. I really am. Because at this point, I just want to see Luca carry on. And the Clippers, the Clippers are the same old song, the same old dance. That nothing has changed from last year, last couple of years, really. So frankly, they're a tired old story. I'd rather see Luca move on to the next round, get to watch him for another series. Yeah, definitely. Um, so at my two guard, though, I do have a Clipper going. I got Reggie Jackson, uh, $5,400. Great value to me. This guy's been balling out in this entire playoff series. Um, he's been averaging about 30 to 40 minutes a game. Um, he became you know, their prime point guard and actually plays a lot of two guard for them as well. Um, this guy's been scoring. He's been asked, he's asked to basically be one of their guys who can actually create his own shot. We even seen him kind of step up in a lot of places where you thought Paul George might be the leading scorer a lot of times, second leading scorer Kawhi. Reggie Jackson's been the guy who's kind of been their go-to guy in a lot of cut situations. So I'm riding on him and riding a high hand. Yeah, I like that move as well. Look, there's going to be production. All hands are on deck. It's game seven. So the one thing we ha- we know about going into this game is that everybody is going to be amped up. It means everybody's going to be hanging everything on the line. So you can expect big performances from what's been a key contributor this entire series to begin with. I thought about Reggie Jackson. I actually did not want to putting him in, so we do have a different one there. But, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I wonder what's the sunglasses he's been wearing during the games because definitely <laughs> some cool glass, cool shades he's got on. Maybe he's helping him shoot something. <laughs> so I didn't see that in Detroit. Um, he gets, gets a little extra swag when he comes must, out. The must court. be something going on. At the small forward position, I do have Kawhi Leonard going. Um, I think Kawhi has basically been the only player other than Luka who's been dominating this entire first round. Um, you know, we talked about the same old Clippers. But one of the things that we I got to see last game, at least, was Kawhi stepped up. Uh, Kawhi had, he, he scored about 45 points. He's had, he's had three games over 30 point, 35 points, I should say, um, in this series already. So he's going to be the primetime scorer. You're going to kind of look to ride him as much as you can because you figure the Clippers are going to go down. They're going to go with Kawhi letting it fly. Yeah, putting Kawhi and Luka into your lineup, I, th- I find that very interesting, too. I mean, yeah, everything's, again, it's game seven. Everything's on the line. Kawhi Leonard can't be guarded either. It was good to see him show up the last game because somebody it needed was. to. It, somebody, somebody needed to. So it was on the line. It was on him. He came through and delivered. And now they get to have game seven in L.A., which is huge. Well, but used to yeah, be, could as be far huge, as the GFS lineup goes, it's, I mean, it's going to be the Luka Kawhi show. There's no doubt about that. So if you can fit these two guys into your lineup or, and surround them with key upside players, you might have you might be on to something. I'm curious to see the rest of your lineup here. All right. So at the power forward to try to afford some money that I'm saving up for another player coming up. Um at the power forward, I have Gallinari going for Atlanta. Um I expect him to kind of have nice little floor. He had been having, you know, 20, 25, 30 DFS points this whole, before because the Knicks to the last game. He didn't do a whole lot, but you do have uh Hunter banged up. You have Cam Reddish still not playing. So I kind of expect him to have a good night matchup against Tobias Harris have opportunity to score some baskets, maybe grab you some rebounds. I'm looking for him to kind of rebound and have a good game this game and shoot the ball well. So Ryan with Gallinari, $4,100. I think he's got some upside, like I said, and a guy that I kind of liked in my lineup this week. He can get hot. I mean, it's definitely possible. The thing about the wings right now for Atlanta in general is just you have no idea who's, who's going to be the guy that game. It could be Herter. It could be Gallinari. It could, you know, Hunter is a little bit banged up, so it does help a little bit as far as expecting him to get a few extra minutes in that game. But that that's the only issue you run into. But the, obviously, you're it's baked into the price because he's only forty one hundred dollars. So I'm not yeah, arguing I, that part. I also think they could play some small ball. I mean, we're gonna see what happens with Embiid still. But you you saw the Sixers kind of play There's a little no small ball. Plays. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna play either. Um, and Tobias plays primarily the four, so Gallinari does match up both Tobias and Ben. So I think he's going to play a lot of four positions versus just being a wing scorer. I, I don't dis- I don't disagree. It's just there is a low floor when it comes there. But yeah, go ahead. At the center, I'm going with Bovin, uh, Bajanovic, uh, Marjanovic. Uh, Bovin's been you know the last two games pretty solid. Bovin. He's, got, 
Bobin, yes. Bobby's got, you know, uh, going against his uh, in a big game, right, I think, t- you know, tomorrow. And he's been playing well the last two games. He's only been getting about 20, 25 minutes, you know, starting time. But he's actually producing out there. He's getting close to double-double every time he's on the court. And I kind of expect Bobin to continue to be a guy who's kind of basically dominating the paint right now. But Porzingis not really showing up. Max Kleber, God knows what he's going to give you from day to day. Um, I think Bobin's the guy I'm kind of riding to be solid. At $3,700, I think he's a nice value. Yeah, he is. I actually thought about putting him in. I didn't wind up doing it um, only because it's still, I still have to hope that he gets more than 25 minutes in order for him to actually have the production you're looking for from a fantasy standpoint. But he has been playing well. And not just he's been playing well, he's been playing well in crucial moments of the game too. So I wouldn't be surprised if maybe tomorrow is that day where maybe he sniffs 30 minutes because to your point, they haven't really been able to depend on any on, on any other guys. Any other other bigs to keep guys out of the paint and actually do what they need them to do. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even worried with minutes so much as maybe as you were. I look at the third. I don't think he's going to get close to 30 minutes. I don't think he's played 30 minutes probably this entire season. Um, but what I do expect him is that when he's out there, he does produce. And Bobo lets it fly, so he has no he has no shame in his game when it comes to trying to score. And he's a rebounding machine on top of it. So, I, like I said, I'm the, as long as I get 20, 25 minutes, I think I'm going to get close to a double double. He had 13 and nine last game. Yeah, it was close. Um, so that's in. While I was kind of saving up some money, at my other guard position, I have Ben Simmons going. I expect, like we talked about really previously, that I think Embiid's going to play. Ben Simmons has come off a triple-double last game against Washington, and I see no reason versus Atlanta he shouldn't dominate this game. Atlanta has basically nobody can match up with him, especially if Hunter is banged up and can't play. Um, I think that when it comes to a guy who can basically dominate on the rebounding, has anywhere he wants to on the court, and is probably going to see a little bit of guard play some of the guards tomorrow, maybe even Trey Young at some point. I think he's going to have an opportunity to have a big game. We saw him matched up well with Westbrook, and I think that Ben Simmons is going to probably pretty much be the key sixer. Yeah, I also have Ben Simmons in my lineup, too, for everything you just said. he, he The offense is going to run through Ben Simmons. I don't expect Joe Embiid to play. I think for sure they're at least going to try to see if they can make it through game one. If they win, they'll try to make it through another game. As long as they can keep winning or keep this series closed, I think they'll keep Embiid out for as long as they possibly can to let him heal up. That means the offense is going to have to run through Ben Simmons. Plain and simple. It's going to have to run through Ben Simmons in order for this team to go. If he's in that situation with a good matchup, where he's not afraid to be aggressive, and I don't see why he would be because I don't think there's anybody who can actually stick him to begin with anyway in Atlanta. He's set up very, very well to be kind of a mini Luka in the sense of, to your point, he's a guy who has great triple-double potential really as long as Embiid is out, especially in this game one in Philadelphia. Yeah, I mean, we I expect to get the same kind of point production as we get from Luka, but I do expect to get the rebounds, the assists, and the steals, and the block shots as well because I think he's going to play a lot of five. I think he'll play four. I mean, pretty much Ben Simmons is playing play all over the field, all over yeah. the court, I should say. Wherever they need and, to match up at. And, and as you kind of talked about, Docker has definitely made sure that he was the guy who was featured in that last game and that get a closeout game for them, so I do expect that to continue. Um, at my at my other my forward position, we talked about kind of Atlanta's wing scores. So I do have Kevin Hoarder playing at the other wing um, for Atlanta. He's based two guard, plays some small forward. Um, about four thousand uh, dollars. One of the things I was kind of looking for is kind of cover my my bases in a sense with Dino with Gallinari, um, because I figure one of those two are going to have a nice game. I expect that actually both of them to actually shoot well against the Sixers. The Sixers kind of pack in the paint a lot and allow some threes. Um, so I think when it comes down to matchups. When you look at Hoarder, who's going to see a lot of, he's going to see a lot of Seth Curry. He's going to see a lot of uh, Danny Green. So I expect him to have a decent game. Um, he's kind of coming off a poor game last game where I think he only had nine or 10 DFS points. He, didn't shoot, he hasn't really been aggressive offensively, but I do like, I do like the fact that if I think that Hunter's going to be out, I think he's going to get plenty of playing time. And I think that what you're going to see tomorrow is I think the Sixers are going to be much different defending Trey Young than the Knicks seem to be, where they're actually going to trap Trey Young, try to make other guys beat him versus. I don't know what the hell the Knicks were doing defensively at all. Um, so I do expect him to kind of, you know, be one of the guys who has to step up in the sense. Yeah, this is where you're going to see that Doc Rivers is a much better coach than Tom Thibodeau. Sorry, but he is. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting how they how they play Trey Young. I agree with you in the sense of like that will definitely be a strategy that we might see throughout the game. The only thing I have a problem with is that these Atlanta guys who are these role players, these hot and cold players, they really don't seem to show up on the road during the playoffs. It's the only thing I'd be worried about. Outside of that, though, not a bad chance to take in order to get the value you need into your lineup 
that's kind of what you're looking at when it comes to Herder. Really, like I said, the Atlanta Wings in general, they're just a headache. If you hit them, you're good. You kind of cover yourself where one of them is going to at least hit most likely for you. Yeah, and like I said, I look at the Sixers matchup as a pretty good matchup for these wing players. I do expect that you're going to see Ben Simmons and Thibault a lot on Trey Young. So as a result, you're going to have these guys kind of have matched up with smaller players a lot of the time. So I do expect them to have an opportunity to kind of be more aggressive this series than they were last series. Yeah, it could very well be true. Um, and then finally, my utility position, I have George Hill. Uh, George Hill is $3,500. He's been getting more and more playing time as, as the you know, playoffs have kind of progressed, as he's gotten healthier and kind of more acclimated to the offense as well. Um, it basically, he's the only player underneath $3,600 is worth anything, worth even trying to play. Um, so I'm kind of riding George Hill. Hopefully has a little bit of a floor for me. George Hill, I'm not looking for anything you know, super productive out of him, but I'm hoping to get like a little floor maybe between 16 to 20 DFS points. Guy who knocks down a, lot, a couple threes here or there, gets you a couple rebounds, gets you a couple steals, and maybe has the ball in his hands a little bit more this game. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, I mean, he's an interesting player. He's another one I thought about putting in. I didn't want to putting him in. But he's going to be an interesting guy really throughout this series because they're probably going to want to lean on his veteran skills, his expertise quite a bit too, as long as Embiid is out. Uh, he looked decent the last game. We'll see if he's able to put it together. I think the big thing for him is, are you definitely in game shape and how many minutes do you get? And you might actually have, I think there's a chance you could have even more of a ceiling than what you're talking about if he is in the right amount for the rotation as well because he does do a little bit of everything. Could be a key essential part for that team, especially working off of Tobias, or Tobias doesn't necessarily have to do anything besides focus on his scoring as well. Yeah, and I think that one of my concerns for model have his high ceiling expectations is they have been playing Maxi quite often, and yeah. Maxi's been kind of He's that bench score for it. them. Yeah. Um. So I do kind of have a little concern with George Hill when it comes to Maxi's play. But like I said, when we talked about the you know, Atlanta's wing players. I think this guy's going to be. I think Doc's going to really try to play some defensive players in this series, and this is a guy that could actually match up pretty well with Bajanovic. Um, so I think that he's a guy who's going to probably get a decent amount of playing time, particularly if they try to go big and stick and trade on. I don't disagree. That's everybody, right? Yes. All right. So before we get into my lineup, I do want to give a shout out to our sponsor of this segment. And it's, of course, it's Manscaped. Father's Day is just around the corner, guys, just a couple weeks away. And you probably need a gift for that hairy dad of yours. Make your dad proud and get him and yourself while you're at it. The Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right. The Lawnmower 4.0. You can get it 20% off and you can get it with free shipping when you use the promo code BellyUpFantasy at Manscaped.com. Manscaped is the only men's brand dedicated to below the waist grooming and just launched their Lawnmower 4.0. Imagine surprising your dad with a sleek, well designed, and optimized body hair trimmer that says your balls will thank you on the box. Get 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY at manscaped.com today. So everybody go ahead and check that out. I would love to see the look on my father if I gave him a Manscaped gift, or should I say when I give him a Manscaped gift, because that would be hysterical. All right, so we talked about it. We both have Luka and Ben Simmons in our lineups. I went pretty hard on the Sixers game as well. I went with Seth Curry. Again, it's Atlanta. There's no defense. This is this is going to be a, a game, a series, really, where you're going to be able to bet the over pretty much almost every single game unless they get really crazy with it on the lines, I would imagine. Curry's been a little... He's been very... I shouldn't say a little. He's been very hit or miss. He's been very hit or miss. But they're still leaning on him as the main veteran two guard, as the starter. He's getting the minutes. He should have the opportunity. And I do believe that the Sixers are going to have to be able to hit the three to keep up with Atlanta because I think Atlanta's going to be able to score quite a bit throughout this entire series. So without MB, I think they're going to have a game plan in place to try to open up the three a little bit more. And he's only $5,100. Yeah, I mean, I think that this whole series is going to be kind of predicated, well, at least the early on the series until MB comes back. This is going to be predicated on basically having shooters all around Ben Simmons. 
So I think that's one of the better shooters that you're going to have out there. And like you said, he can be, he can get hot as anybody out there. Well, you saw it the last game in Washington when they did, when they played without Embiid, Seth Curry went off. He had 33 fantasy points because he had dropped 30 points because he got hot with him with Ben Simmons. I expect to see a similar game plan against Atlanta. So that's why I like Seth Curry a lot. And again, $5,100. He has the right value. I also like him a lot more when he's coming off of a big game because he tends he tends to stay a little bit hot for a couple of games after that. Uh, stuck with my guy, Marquise Morris, or Marcus Morris, I should say, the other brother. $4,900. Yeah, the better one. Going up against going up against Dallas. Again, all hands on deck. Two games ago, he was great. Two games ago, he had 37 fantasy points. Had a terrible game the last game, as far as a fantasy standpoint goes. But the big thing is that he's 42 minutes both of those games. The guy is going to play all game long. I expect him to contribute in some significant fashion. And at $4,900, I'm taking the value there. Yeah, it's not that way I play. I mean, like you said, he's coming off two back-to-back 42-minute games. He's definitely getting the playing time. It's just curious to see if he'll continue to be aggressive because it's it's kind of this series has only had like one or two games where I think he actually was shot more than like 10 times. Um, everything else, it seems to be he's looking to play basically defense most of the time. So I do kind of hope that he gets more aggressive offensively for you tomorrow. Yeah, it's it's gonna it's gonna have to be he's he's gonna have to actually have the green light to take the shots, and I believe he will, because again, it's gonna be game seven, so the game plans are gonna be so centered on Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and Luca that somebody's gonna have to step up. And what I like is that because it's in Los Angeles, usually that home team will have that one or two key role players step up for them. I think Morris, there's a good chance that he's gonna be that guy from. So that's why I would go that route. But I do go to another role player on the other side. And Dorian Finley-Smith, another guy who's playing ungodly amount of minutes, 42 and 40 the last two games, both had 29 fantasy points both of the last two games. That's what I'm looking for. He's $5,000. I'm looking for that floor here of about 29, 30, somewhere in that range of fantasy points with a guy who I know is going to be on the floor the entire time. Yeah, I mean, he, he played a hell of a game last game. He basically answered everything that, you know, Kawhi was hitting all those threes in that third, fourth quarter. Here it comes back down to where Finney Smith is basically just matching him there for a period of time. So I think he's got the green light to shoot. I think he's getting his, his confidence more and more up as the series kind of progresses. And he should have a nice game tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you. And then I got a great value here. We keep talking. We don't expect Joel Embiid to play. Well, I took Dwight Howard at $4,500. I feel like he's almost a free space to plug in there. He don't have to do a lot. All he has to do is stand where he always stands, under the basket, collect rebounds, collect block shots, get me 8 to 10 points scoring, and you're talking about a guy who has real, real solid fantasy upside at the center position because he will be the starter heading into that game. He only played 16 minutes the last game, and he had 30 fantasy points against Washington. Yeah, I, I had to struggle with Keith Howard out of my lineup because I agree that I think he's a nice, easy play. He's cheap, $4,500. He doesn't need the minutes necessarily to produce. He hasn't got the minutes all season long, actually. So he's probably going to play between 20 minutes, 24 minutes, um, even if you know B doesn't play. But because of his ability to rebound and because of his ability to finish, he has been very productive. So then I go to the extra forward position. I'll go with John Collins here. $5,900. He's actually a really good value, especially for a tournament that only has two games going on. So you're only picking players from 14th. And I'm a little surprised in that scenario. He was not more expensive than that because he, this is a guy who has a nice floor two ceiling, 25 fantasy points to 34 over the last three games against the Knicks. He played solid in that one again. And B's not going to be there. I believe the bigs of Atlanta are going to have some free reign in some senses are going to be able to perform well with no Embiid in there. Uh, Dwight Howard's fine defensively, but still is not going to be anything I think that takes away from a John Collins. So I like Collins quite a bit there, $5,900. A guy that I think in this situation against Philadelphia could be looking at 35 plus fantasy points. Yeah, I, I think this, he's kind of a hit or miss in my opinion. Um, I think he's been a little bit Jekyll Hyde in his playoffs so far. He's definitely had nice three games, but this guy is actually kind of a bad matchup in some of the ways we matched up with the Sixers, I think. Um, I'm kind of curious to see how the minutes kind of unfold for him. Millen hasn't had a hard time pulling him out of the lineup when he wants to against certain matchups because I think offensively you're right that he'd be very productive. But I question whether or not he's going to be out there for defensive purposes because who does he really match up with when it comes to playing defense on the Sixers? 
Well, it will be curious to see at the end of games, depending on how the game flow is going, what happens to John Collins. But for first three quarters, I believe Atlanta's strategy is going to be all out, just try to outscore him. And that's why I think John Collins is going to be fine for that. And I could take three quarters of his scoring ability in that setting, and then we'll see how the fourth quarter kind of plays out. But I'm not afraid of that in any kind of capacity, especially now if Embiid was in there, it'd be a totally different story. But without Embiid, I'm not as afraid of it as I would have been because the down low scoring is not going to be as abundant as it would have been. I actually think that Embiid with Plato is actually better for Collins, but I understand your thinking. Uh, my last one, another Clipper. Going with Batum for them, $4,800. Just a nice just a nice value. Talking about a guy here, like I have, my, I have it built around Luca. I have it built around Ben. I have guys getting hot. I'm just plugging a guy here, $4,800, who has been very consistent over the past three games consistently over 20 fantasy points over the past three games, all up to 28 a couple games ago. Another guy who's getting, you know, well into the 30s in minutes as well. So he's getting his playing time on top of it. Again, I like role players in at home in the playoffs. So that's what I'm going with. I'm sticking with that strategy here. Yeah, I think Batum is a great value, as you talked about. And he has been productive. He's got a nice floor. I think what he did a good job of, kind of like they were trying to do with Gallo and and Hoarder is covering myself that one of those two guys should be productive. I think kind of the series you kind of see similar with this, with Clippers. Um, you see that it's rather Morris or Batum, who's kind of the guy who gets the green light to shoot or is kind of more aggressive offensively. I wonder partly why Morris hasn't been more aggressive shooting the ball because a lot of times Batum's the one standing in that corner for that three versus him. Yeah, so one way or another, I'm going to get it. Maybe both of them. We'll see exactly what happens here. So what we're going to do is take a quick break. When we come back on the other side, we'll have Mr. Chaz Flaherty with us. Talk about our bets of the weekend, and we'll announce the winner of the May giveaway for championshipfootballs.com from the DC's DFS Challenge Tournament. Again, it's in the comments on your social media accounts. Hit the link. It's completely free because this is going to be the last month that you're going to have a chance to win it until we come back for the football season. So stay tuned to the DC's DFS Challenge here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. WWSRN also presents to you by Belly Up Sports. It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. This is DC's DFS Challenge on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. And welcome back, everybody. You are listening to the DC's DFS Challenge on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, WWSRN, also presents to you by Belly Up Sports. As always, I'm your host, Dan Mater, joining you with Chris Dowhower. We just went over our DraftKings lineup cards for you guys on the two games tomorrow, making it really interesting. Remember, in that situation, you have to be willing to take your chances when you're playing those tournaments. So if you have a gut feeling about somebody who's in a good situation, go ahead and pull the trigger, and hopefully we found you some value in the meantime. We're also joined here by Mr. Chaz Filari. We missed you last week. It seems like you're in a much better place and a much better connection. Yeah, I didn't write a nasty letter to Hilton because (laughs) really they do. They normally treat me well, but I'm telling you, that building was designed purposely to shut me out from the rest of the world. Because I had, I'm in Hilton Honors. I get the free Wi-Fi. Right. Chaz, you got a poker game after this. Poker game? Yeah, it's because of the sunglasses. I wonder if you get ready for Oh, no, 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 but I did. You know what? So as you know, (laughs) when you come out to the stream, you're in the back room, you know? And I said, holy shit, I look like De Niro in the movie. (laughs) You do look like De Niro. That's a good one. At the end of the casino, he's got all the TVs. But I don't have the TVs. And let me tell you, you know, championship footballs, we're at the TriStar autograph show in Houston. They're having a great time. The food in Houston is great. It's so much cheaper than San Diego. Life is really good. But I miss my setup with all my monitors at home because I, at one point today, all I had was my cell phone. And it was it was slow because, as you know, you're inside in a, in a building at the NRG Arena. It's not designed really for great Wi-Fi. We had it. It worked fine. Uh, we were able to charge credit cards on our PayPal here, little card terminal. So that's all I cared about. As long as you have access to be able to get the money, that's all that matters. I got another all way for you guys to money. win some money, though. I got another guy way to win some money. We got Symbol. S-I-M-B-U-L-L. Symbol Sports Exchange, where Wall Street... Meet sports gambling in his innovative app. Symbol brings the fun of being able to play for the long term. 
by purchasing, selling, trading stocks of your teams. When your teams win, you win a payout. When you lose, you don't lose money. The value of your team shares all that matters, and it's easy to use. Just download the Symbol app on your Play Store and use the promo code MDSFANTASY for a $10 deposit bonus of at least $10 or more. Join the fun of investing in your team for the long haul, where the Sportsbook Edge is put back into your hands as a player. For the latest and most fun in sports gambling, download Symbol, and again, use the promo code MDSFANTASY for your $10 deposit bonus today. So, Chaz, I know last week you had a bunch of stories for us, man, and everything was going on. You're on a nice uh, field trip right now. I want to hear all about it. Well, Southern California, everybody that has never been to a Southern California beach after a pandemic, of course, that number shrinks because there was never a pandemic before. Right. It's Southern California. So we're on the Hermosa Beach Pier. So imagine if the block before the road was all restaurants and bars, and no cars could go on there. Then there's the boardwalk. Then there's the, the volleyball tournament with both the guys and the girls playing. Then there's a pier with fishermen and surfers. It was surreal, and I'm very fortunate and very blessed that I live here. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Absolutely. I know you, I know you had uh, some bad luck, some good luck, as you normally would when you're gambling and everything like that. No one could have predicted Embiid was going to go down the way he did. So I know no, that came but I will you. say that in my limited – so really in that last week, this last week, I've had limited ability to be involved. I didn't do a show. I didn't really get involved with the guys. I mean, we, we had no bars. We crossed the whole state of Texas with no bars, basically. There's nothing and out there. Have either of you ever been to Texas? Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? It just goes yeah. on and on and on and it's on. It's literally the, the cities. And then if you're not near one of the cities, it's tumbleweed. You're in the middle of nowhere. Tumbleweed yeah. country. That's it. But That's I all did, it is. Uh, when I was in LA, I took a picture of the Saturday data that I did because I had the ability to just take a screenshot. Hand, it was literally a handwritten note. You know, kind of like, you know, when the, when the, the kidnapper takes a picture of the newspaper that day, so you know it's <laughs> it's it's timely. I took a picture of my picks, but they went eight and two. But as you know, if I like if I like Pittsburgh, I don't just bet Pittsburgh because we use the easy sports data. So right. I pick Pittsburgh in the first five innings. Then I then I give the half a run. Then I take the team total over. So when I go eight and two, it's kind of like you know eight times six and two times six. So it's forty eight and twelve or something. So it's my fifth straight week of winning money. It's been pretty good. It's a good run. Now, part of it is, so part of it is, as you know, Dan, we talk about the live action all the time. The live action could, sometimes you get burned. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes you can make up for it. And so uh, here's what happened. We're in Houston, Texas, and we're watching the game. And I say, you know what I'm going to bet? I'm going to get bet the Suns. And I'm going to bet the Lakers. And my son goes, Dad, why would you do that? I said, because I can get the Suns plus 13 and a half right now in live action, minus 200, and the Lakers at minus seven and a half at minus 200. So what I'm hoping for is the middle. I've got, right. I, I got eight, nine, 10, 11, and 12. Kind of like a, on a roulette table. You know those yeah, people that exactly. spread themselves out? And, of course, if you saw what happened – and they won by 13 right in the middle. So what if I lost one, I was going to I was not losing both. I was losing one, but I was going to lose money. So it worked out. And um, he later told his mother, yeah, that won money betting both teams. <laughs> that's that's the way to do it now. The sports data, we are, our plan is it's going to be available through bellyupfantasysports.com soon, but is there a way for people to get a hold of this data now? Well, well, not right now because until the June 24th when I fly back from New York, New York to San Diego, 
Um, I don't have access. So we, we run the, we're running the data, but I'm kind of doing it as a skeleton because I have a proprietary software that is too big for a laptop, basically, is what it comes down to. And having that extra monitor is key. But one of the things we talked about just today, because I had my I had my sports betting weekly shirt on at the show, and it. so one of the things I talked about today is that uh, it, it really becomes what do you expect this team to do, and how confident are you in that? So if you expect the team to score a lot of points, and they haven't scored any points yet, you have to say to yourself, why? Well. If you're watching the game, and we talk about it all the time, if you're not watching the game, it's hard because when I saw that guy limp into the locker room, and like today, Harden went out, right? Yeah. And so those are the things. That, if you don't know that, you, you really can't go willy-nilly because all you got to do with, with, with your phone, you take your thumb. Where's your thumb? Where's my thumb? Where's my thumb? You take your thumb, you go like this, or you go like this with your finger, and the next thing you know, you got $176 wagered, you know? <laughs> One little finger at a time. So, yeah, what you, what you do is then you say to yourself, and it happened today in the Toronto game. So it's Houston and Toronto. Oh, my God, come on. That, the, the over is 10 for a reason. Well, the next thing I know, it's fourth inning and it's 0-0. Zero, zero. So I look and I see, you know, who's pitching? What are they doing? I got two pitchers with high ERAs. They both allowed a few hits. Because, as you know, you if you see the guy's got six innings, He's thrown 70 pitches in six innings. He's given up one hit. He struck out nine. You may not want to bet against that guy. He's having a fairly good day, you know? But if you see, I saw a guy with a, he'd given up five hits. He struck out three. His ERA is already four and a half. And it's zero, zero. So I bet three and a half, four and a half, five and a half, six and a half, seven and a half over. And, and, and uh, in the last inning, Toronto uh, scored a meaningless run. I cashed every single ticket. I lost the first bet of the day, though, because it was 10. So I right. lost the original bet, and yet I cashed, what was it, five, five tickets. I think I cashed five tickets after that. So I get all my money back. But, again, sometimes you do that, and the final score is one to nothing, and you're, you lose them all. So they call it gambling for a reason. <laughs> But no, that's a good tip, especially when it comes to baseball anyway. Uh, just more in particular, in my opinion, than any other sport is what we want to live bet that one. But this is what the data is going to be able to help you guys be able to do. It's going to help you determine what kind of bets to make, how to make these bets, how to win multiple tickets like Chaz does. So that's what it's going to do. And again, we plan on that being available to you guys, uh, hopefully within the next few weeks here as we come through. Uh, let's yeah, talk about what are the things that one of the things Dan, that we do that I think I'm going to incorporate because again as I mentioned we're going to start another show we're going to have a sports betting weekly show the one we do on Thursdays is sports betting weekly live action your we're goal our goal is to cash tickets from the minute we get on the air for as long as we can and by the end of the night see how many we can cash and we've done really really well the Tuesday show is really going to be it takes us Tuesday to have all the data because the last game is Monday night with football. So we'll have both the NCAA data and the uh, NFL data. We'll have some guests, and we're just going to be talking about things that are sticking out at you. And it, one might be something like, you know, this team has, has done this three, four weeks in a row, um, and then they, they, they laid the, an egg and they did nothing. And then you look at who they're playing, and you look at who they're playing, and they've given up points. And sometimes it's just, you know, you need to you catch the wrong team at the right time and, and they put up a, a lot of points on it. And that becomes one of those, you know, six bets where you, you got the team total under for the loser, the team total over for the winner. You got the winner. You got them on the money line. Now, the money line in some NFL games isn't worth it because, as you know, you know, if you're laying 20 bucks to win, you know, three dollars because their uh, 13 point favorite is minus 800. You know, I don't necessarily recommend that, but um, you're, you're going to cash a lot more tickets and it's the same exact handicap. Yeah, excellent. I can't wait for that show to come out. Uh, that'll come out within a couple of weeks or shortly as well, whenever you're able to get to that. More Chaz Florida, more Sports Betting Weekly is always better for everybody's pocketbook at the end of the day. So that is what we are all about. So I can't wait for that show to come out too. Uh, Chris, let's talk about some of the games tomorrow. Talk about the yeah, Falcons. I keep wanting to call them the Falcons. I'm, I'm already in football <laughs> mode. That, that's really what it boils down to. Yeah, I'm already yeah, in football mode. But Atlanta Hawks, 76ers, 
The line set at minus three in favor of Philadelphia, over under 220 and a half, plus 116 for the Hawks to win outright. If I'm betting anything, I'm betting over 220. Embiid being out does not limit the Sixers' ability, especially against the Atlanta Hawks, to still be able to score. Also, reverse side, I think the Hawks have an easier time scoring with Embiid out as well. So I'm going to hit the over there at 220 and a half at minus 109. Because as far as the game actually itself goes, I could see either team pulling this off. So if anything, I'd probably bet Atlanta plus three because I think it is that close. I think it is a pick em. I think this game one is a prime type of game one where the away team can maybe steal one. Ultimately, though, I'm just going to bet the over a 220 and a half. That would be my safe bet for this game. What do you think as far as all those bets go? I mean, I definitely like the over in this game. The Sixers definitely like to push the pace when they all have a beat out there. So I do expect it to be a high-scoring game. We talked about Atlanta's kind of firepower that they bring. But I also think that I disagree with the bet. I think the Sixers are going to buy double digits tomorrow. I think at home, the Sixers have been dominating at home all season long. Yeah, I remember when you said um, Utah was going to win by 20 against Memphis. Yeah, and Don Mitchell's didn't play. So let's, let's not, <laughs> not leave that part out last time either. Um, so I'm not, And I, I don't care if it be plays or not tomorrow. Because uh, as I said, if you look at the if you look at the home games for the Sixers the last couple of years, Sixers are absolutely dominant at home. And I expect them to be able to match up well with Atlanta. And I think that they're going to be able to beat Atlanta handedly tomorrow. I think that they're going to have – while I thought the Knicks would beat them up physically, I was a little surprised that they just kept playing Trey Young one-on-one. I don't think Doc Rivers is going to make the same mistakes. No, I, I don't disagree. A lot of ways for Atlanta, I think the key is going to be Clint Capella. Uh, and, and without without him beat there, I think that a lot of ways that he's going to be the guy. But Chaz, what, you seen anything in this game? Well, you, like? you know, it's, it's so funny because remember – uh, at the, I don't know, three-quarter mark of the season, the overs were just, it was like free money almost. It was constantly. Yeah. And then I made a comment to you, and I think it was Chris that said, but it, in in the playoffs, Different story. the defense is going to kick it up so you won't see it as prevalent. All I think about is I'm betting overs almost every single time. I almost, uh, in, in the middle of dinner last night, we were, we, were, we were at a steakhouse. It was just a good meal. I had a filet mignon. It was just perfect. But it was 79.79, and I had to go to the restroom. And on the way in, I saw the TV in the bar, and I said, oh, that's that's low. I bet I could get in on that over. But you know what? I you know, yeah. There's certain times you just can't do live action. It just doesn't work for you. And, of course, they scored all these points. But I would – I would say that watching the end of an NBA game, having an under, it's not worth it. I don't care how much you win. You, it could be $11,000 to win $10,000 on the under. It's brutal. The falling, and then sometimes they chase him around and the guy doesn't blow the whistle. I mean, it's just brutal. So I, I, I'm all over it. I've been betting the overs a lot. I like the overs. Today, though, I followed my son's play with the – the nets and he had his phone on on the table but we're talking we're at dinner you know we're talking to another guy we work with and 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 then the score went away and it's not like at home on the dvr where i could rewind and see what the score was so i had no idea what the score was i looked at it briefly but it was on his phone it was you know on his side of the table and i'm old so i couldn't really read the number and it turned out they did cover the first half, and they covered for the game because I had an open parlay for two days. I was sitting on, and I don't, I don't fill those open parlays, guys, with just anybody because all of a sudden that's two point six to one that right. I'm getting on my money. And if it's a, if if it's a plus number that I'm betting, I get even more than that, as you know, with the parlay math. So. I was very happy to win without watching any basketball. <laughs> but that, that was my son, so thank you, Charles. Mm -hmm. Always Chaz's key. Uh, the other game tomorrow, we talked about it extensively when we were filling out our DraftKings lineup cards. The game seven, the only game seven, Dallas Clippers. Now, that I'm just a little surprised at this line. It's minus six and a half for the Clippers. I'm a little surprised it's that high. Well, I'll take it. Here's the thing I got to throw in there. Sure. I asked my kid the other day why he bet who he bet. He goes, because they're, they're on the road and every single road team is one. I said, well, yeah, uh, you know, I'm a trend guy. I'm not going to argue that logic. But but that happened again. What are you thinking? If the road team was one every game, how could you give six and a half? Well, that's, that, 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 my safe bet is plus six and a half for Dallas. And 
being that they're at plus 230 to win the game, I'm probably going to throw a few shekels on Dallas well, to win this game outright Dan, as well. that's a two-teamer, right? I mean, that's yeah. a two-teamer. Pretty damn close. So uh, that's kind of what I'm looking at. That over-under set at 210 and a half. I think game seven will have a little more offense in it than a lot of the other games this series. So I might even hit the over on that one too. But that's what I'm looking at. I, I, I would bet this thing across the board. Dallas plus six and a half. I would take them, I'd throw a little bit of money on them to win this game outright. And I'm taking the over on this one. Chris, what, what do you think about this? I love the over. The rest of it, like, I, I have no opinion in this series because as Chaz has kind of <laughs> no pointed problem. out, it, it, seems, it seems to define logic. Every team that <laughs> plays on, you know, at, on the road seems to be the better team somehow. You would think the Clippers should be able to have, you know, home field, home court advantage, but it hasn't played out in the entire series. And I don't really know what to expect. I think that when it comes down to, it, I definitely the high, higher scoring game because most of the series has been, but I don't necessarily know who I would pick outright. Um, I do love the six and a half, though. I think that's a little outrageous in the sense as how the series is kind of seesawed back and forth. And it's been so close all the way to the end of the games. But that, and that's kind of what, what you just brought up is a good, let's say, a sports betting one-on-one point for me, which is that's where when you get in a situation like that where you don't really have an opinion on which team's going to win, outperform, or anything like that, just go with the better bet. You know, don't, don't throw a ton on it, but just go with the better bet. The better bet here is Dallas. What do you think, Chaz? You know, it's funny because when we talked about it a, a couple of years back, you remember that there was a, a – a baseball game that a baseball series that won seven games. And it was the first time ever. It might've been the world series. Actually. I don't remember, but it was the first time ever that all the road teams had won, you know, the home team didn't win one game. And there's the Cubs and Indians. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I, I look at this game here and the first thing I say is I scratch my head about that line, but we talked about this on sports betting weekly since day one, seven years ago, that, if you're scratching your head before the game, it's because the house is very, very good at what they do. The problem is you don't know what it is. Because remember, the house isn't telling you we think that the Clippers, and I'm looking down at covers, by the way, 76% of the action is on Dallas. So you're right there. Um, but but when you're looking at that line, you don't know until after the game. And after the game, it's clear as a bell. Oh, they were so right. You know, you just don't know what's right they were. Yeah, it's a fair point. Maybe it's Lucas hurt. Point. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, well, we do know he's hurt, but it hasn't affected him the last two games. Whatever he's strapped up that he's been able to do with his neck suddenly. The, the last Sunday game, he looked affected. He has not we looked like he's been affected by we that. We had a thing. conversation on well, the one of these past you guys, one of you guys brought up that Kawhi just wasn't balling like he was. I don't know if he went on to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network or onto Belly Up Sports, but he saw the video because he balled up that night. Yeah, he yes, did. He did. Yes, Holy he did. God. It, With it, one man on shirt. the line, he came He came to play. We were actually just talking about that in the first segment. Where it was, it was good to see him do that because when it's a star like Kawhi, you want to see them come to play when they're expected to, and we weren't. We just weren't really seeing it. I wasn't seeing the energy. Not that he's a high energy player to begin with, but it was good to see him actually show up and put on a good playoff performance. Because ultimately, I want to see that claw. He puts that claw on the ball, and he just yeah. kind of moves the ball around like you and I would do a tennis are, ball. Are it would be a tennis ball. Size of a dog. Size of baseball mat. mat, mat oh, uh, it's ridiculous. It's, it's absolutely freakish. Hey, Chris, we can talk about Monday's game a little bit too. Because you got the, you got Denver, Phoenix, Phoenix knocking off the Lakers. I wish I could have bet against the Lakers thing because everyone to bet on the Lakers. I kept saying they weren't going to do it. But Phoenix and the Lakers. So they got Phoenix and Nuggets. The first game in Phoenix. Right now, it's actually sitting at minus four for Phoenix, uh, over under two nineteen and a half. That's actually a game I would contemplate betting the under on, just because the way Denver has played defensively in some senses. But like Chaz. I don't really like to bet the under because I don't like having heart attacks at the end of the game. So I probably would stay away from that. But I'm going to take the Nuggets to win this game outright at plus 143. I don't think Phoenix wins this game. I, I, I just Denver has been very, very impressive to me. And here's the big key. I don't think DeAndre Ayton can stick with Jogic. I just don't think he can. I think he's going to dominate that. I think his ball skills are too too good. While he has the physical game set, 
He doesn't have the basketball game. So he doesn't have the basketball fundamentals. I think he's going to have his way with him. And ultimately, that's going to be the key for the Nuggets on the road to win this game outright Monday night. See, I, de- I definitely don't disagree with the Jokic point. I think Jokic is going to dominate this series in, in general. However, having said that, I think the Suns have a really nice balanced attack. And I think when you look at what they kind of bring to the table, particularly at home, their role players play really well at home. And one of the first players who's been playing really well is Cameron Payne. I think that he's yeah. going to be kind of the X factor in this game. When you look at the backcourt for Denver right now, Morris had a really nice game last two games. Other than that, I don't trust Austin Rivers. I don't really trust that Aaron Gordon's going to hit threes like he did this last past game. So I kind of question whether or not Denver can act, put up points to keep up with Phoenix. Um, if Chris Paul is still really banged up, maybe they have a chance still. But I like, I like Phoenix in this game. As for the over and under, that's a, that's a really close to what I think the score is going to be in a lot of senses. I do think yeah. that Denver has been able to score a lot of points. I mean, they had that couple of nice production games against Portland. So those, that series was definitely not you know, low scoring in this, any sense. But I do think this is going to be more of a um, probably, around that t- you know, probably around that range. So I don't know if I'd bet necessarily over or under on the game, but I do think I, I definitely like Phoenix at home. I'm not going to disagree too much, but I think Michael Porter, Porter is actually going to show up and play in this one too. My big thing is that I don't think because no, when he has his big game, he has his crappy game. It's usually how he works. Right. Well, my other thing too, I don't think Devin Booker is going to have the game that he had against LA in the last game. He's not going to go off and hit six threes. But that I want to talk about that a little bit because that was incredible. That was an incredible performance at Devin Booker. He single handedly put the Lakers away in the first quarter. Play, playing well, and simple. He he walked the court and just put them Yes. Was that? So Crowder helped a little bit in that first quarter too. Crowder hit the he did, three, yeah, three, of, of course, yeah. Crowder was very hot as well. But Devin Booker looked like he just—he looked like a man who was just not going to miss. Period. I do wonder a little bit now. Chris Paul could be the big X factor to make sure this doesn't happen. But I do wonder a little bit with a young team that just knocked off the Lakers. Are you going to be completely mentally ready for Denver Game One, getting out of that big emotional high of a series? Paul could be the reason they are, but I kind of question a little bit. I can understand that, but I mean, this, you watched Denver last game; they played well, um, and I, but they were Portland still had plenty of chances to win that game. Portland backcourt played great the entire series. Basically, Liam ran out of gas. Is what it seemed like. Liam just couldn't hit his shots yeah, out outside. I expect Booker to have a similar issue. Booker's Booker to me right now is basically playing a superstar level, and you might see a nice run with him, a la Kawhi Leonard. That's going to be the key of the whole series, though. It's going to be Jojic and then against the backcourt of the Phoenix. That, that That's literally going to be the entire series of what comes ahead for this one. I, I could see this one as far as you know how long you think this series is going to last. Six or seven games, I definitely think, is in the future of, the, of this series going back and forth. Oh, yeah, I think this is definitely going to be an interesting hey, series. One of the weeks you guys, I think it was the, really when this first series started, you, you said, you asked each other, uh, series you thought were going to go six or seven. Do you remember it? How did you guys do? I don't. Re- I don't remember. I did uh, crappy. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have that many series going six or seven games. I, I did have Dallas Clippers going late. Um, I did have the Lakers going. I guess. I guess technically they still did go six. Um, but that yeah, it was. I didn't have too many games going too late out of the first round, so it was better. Better from that benefit. Um, as far as the winners though, like I, I kind of, I thought the Knicks would be Atlanta, so I was wrong on that one. Uh, but I did hit. The Sixers in five, so that was good. Um, but yeah, it was it was stuff like that. But now you're going to see the longer series. Well, yeah, one of one of the things I, I teach Vicky, I said Vicky, you look at the number because they have numbers. Sure, sure, sooner or later, there's a number. So the other day, like there was no number. We were watching, uh, we were watching, we were getting the, the car done, and we were watching girls softball. And so we got into the girls softball. And as you know, when you get to the World Series, College World Series. And, and either sport, softball or baseball, those kids are really, really good, you know? And the girls are throwing babies. I mean, the one, the one girl had a perfect game the other day, but it was James Madison in Oklahoma. And Oklahoma didn't have any number. They had a number one next to their name. James Madison had no number next to their name. So James Madison can't win that game. It's not possible. So that's what I told Vicky. If you're not sure who's the better team, look at the number. The higher number is the worst team. And I... I when you get to the playoffs, a lot of times that will work for your series. And so that's that's what I look at. A two is supposed to win. A one is supposed to win. They're supposed to match up in the finals. That's what is supposed to happen. If I if I was torn on these these tur- these new 
you know, uh, series that are coming. I mean, not even handicap. I just bet the lower or higher number. Bet the higher number. You're going to be okay. Not every game, but for the series. Yeah. No, I mean, ultimately, it's it, the probability is in your favor with that kind of line of thinking. Which yeah, is, they're supposed to win. They're supposed right. to. Ultimately, when you're gambling, that's all you. That's all you can really do whenever you put any bet down. Yeah, what's, I have what's in your favor. Bets. I have 76 bets in a day sometimes, so I'm probably not the right guy to talk to about a series wager. <laughs> While you're betting one one team to win seven games, I've got seven times 76. We, we might have a few. Look, this this Brooklyn Bucks series is the one I've been looking forward to the most. Nets actually found a way to win today, even though James Harden went down with the hamstring injury. But Chris, what do you think that series is going to do? What, what do you have in that series? I definitely expect that series to go seven. Um I think it's going to be a lot of the home teams winning this game, both both the games at home. I think Milwaukee plays really well at home. Brooklyn plays really well at home. Hard now, though, it's going to be really interesting to see can Brooklyn match the the scoring of Milwaukee because Milwaukee has versatility now with adding True Holiday this off season and having Middleton playing as well as he has. I think they actually match up really well if Hard's out for the series. Wait, I'm, depending on how bad his hamstring injury, he well, very they, well. They have be. like he's part of that three headed monster, right? They score hundred yeah. points a game. So really, part of it is how much of that 33.3 that he was adding can those other two pick up, and where do you get it from your bench? And and you guys, you know, you mentioned it when you, I was listening about when you've only got two games in a, and you're doing a fantasy contest, you got to dig deep on the bench. And the, and the team that has the bench points consistently through a series has got an advantage. Yeah, 1,000%. I know the Nets were able to win this one. That's going to be big that they were able to. But I think the Bucs win this series. I had the, I, Even before Harden went down, I had the Bucs winning this series. But now even more so, because talk about some of those bench players, they're also not going to probably have Jeff Green for most of the series. And that's a key role player as well. So I'm, I'm looking at the Milwaukee Bucks to win this series in seven as it stands right now. Yeah, I agree with that. Yep. Yeah, there's they're too versatile. I ultimately that's why I never had Brooklyn coming out of the East because they were gonna have to play against somebody where defense was going to have to matter at some point. Just does 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 in the NBA playoffs. Eventually, it matters. Now, right now, I want to say if you want to bet, if you still have a book out there that's letting you bet futures for who's going to the championship, I know a lot of them kind of close it off after the playoffs, but some of them still have it open. Everything right now is tilting in Milwaukee's favor as far as East goes. With Embiid banged up for the Sixers, uh, now you got Harden banged up in a series against Brooklyn. They beat Brooklyn, and Embiid's not, let's say, 100% in that matchup. Because I, I do think, regardless, the Sixers will beat Atlanta in, a, in we'll say, six games at the most, with or without Embiid, frankly. Uh, that's what's going to come down to, to me. So everything right now is pointing in Milwaukee's way when it comes to the Eastern Conference. I, at least I think so anyway. Yeah, I tend to agree. I think maybe it's karma kind of giving them, uh, you know, a, a retry after the last couple of seasons with a disappointing team and a team that's been basically off the radar the entire season. Now they don't have the target on their backs. They may actually be able to pull off and get to the championship. Well, that, like you said, Drew Holly is the main key. Drew Holly, that addition to that team has been a huge difference to have a third go. That's been the big issue I've had with Milwaukee the last handler. couple years. He's a good ball handler. They haven't had a third guy to depend on. And that's been their big Achilles heel. They have a third guy to depend on now. I think that's the biggest difference. Anything yeah, you look at, Chaz? No, no, I, I agree. It just, it really is. Both for the NBA and the NHL, playoff sports, it, it, it makes you wonder why you need 162 games or 82 games or whatever amount of games they play because, man, the playoffs are so much better than the regular season. They're just, it, it's just not even comparable. Just have a big tournament. Just, we'll just, yeah, just start, we'll go. start off with a big tournament. The heck with it. Yeah, we'll, you know what? They the could do like the play in tournament. Let's they go. could do that, you know, like the triple elimination or something. Yeah. <laughs> Round robins. We'll yeah, just do exactly. it that way. Oh, man. So that's going to cut it off for today's show. I hope you guys all enjoyed it. Got some winners hopefully there for you guys. Make sure you hit the links. It's in the comments on your social media accounts, wherever you're watching this right now at WWSRN Radio. Hit it. It's free contest. DC's DFS Challenge Tournament. This is going to be your last month until the football season to have a chance to win. Get your name in the eligibility process for a championship football. And I almost forgot. 
I'm not going to. The winner of the May contest was JJ Malecki 89. So we will get in contact with him, get him up with Chaz and get him his championship football that he just won for the May contest. So congrats to JJ Malecki 89. We'll be contacting you shortly. But again, this month, you guys want to be a lucky winner? Join the contest in the link description below. As always, I'm Dan Mater. We'll be back. Uh, Chris, you and I are going to be back this Tuesday on Belly Up Fantasy Live football at 8.30 at Belly Up Fantasy. And Chaz, will you be back on your normal show Thursday or not yet? I don't know even. I really don't know where I'll be on Thursday yet. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. But I'll tell you right now, when I come back, we're coming back strong and we're cashing tickets. Because what do I say? Always, Always keep cashing. That's right. Thank we'll you, see Mr. you guys. Nero. We'll see you guys next week.